This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. The other day I was reading and I was studying and looking a little bit about the life of Joshua and what a great leader and what a godly man he was. And it said that in all the days of Joshua, all of Israel followed after God. That's quite a testimony. It's a mark of a good leader and a mark of a group of godly people. And I started thinking about that and how Israel after that had all the problems that she did. And I thought it was just one great big cycle of sin. They would fail and fall to gods, not the God of heaven. They would be punished. Maybe it would be a war. Maybe it would be other types of punishments such as pestilence or something. And then eventually they would go into captivity and then they would get out and they would have to come back and then they would follow God again and then again. Here we go again. And I thought about that for a while and I wanted to talk about that. So if you would bear with me, we're going to read from Judges 2 verses 10 through 12. It says, And also that generation were gathered unto their fathers, and there arose another generation after them which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Balaam. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods, of the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. As Christians, and as parents, we have a grave responsibility to teach our children of the love, the mercy, the grace, and the goodness of our Heavenly Father. It's a command. We can read about that in Deuteronomy 6 and multiple verses throughout Deuteronomy and Leviticus too. We have examples, example after example, in the Bible, both the Old and the New Testaments, of those who did not fulfill these commandments to teach every generation of the will of God. We also have biblical truth of the consequences of what will take place when we do not take that responsibility. Sin will replace the purity and goodness that our children deserve. While that does not remove responsibility for our children to search the truth for themselves as they grow older, we surely believe that with sound Bible teaching from God's Word that it will have an effect upon the hearts of our children and cause them to take note of what the will of God is and what to do for their spiritual lives. So after the reading we just did in Judges 2, 10 through 12, rather than saying like I've often done, well, Israel's done it again. They've really had a problem. I decided maybe it would be better for us to read on and see the consequences of the sinful behavior and take it to heart, understanding that all that is written within the scripture should be applied to our own lives first. We can't undo the sins of others, but we can certainly make sure we don't duplicate them or create more issues for ourselves and our children today. So let's look for a moment at the consequences of their sin at that time, remembering that they brought it upon themselves. In Judges 2, 13 and 14 we read, And they forsook the Lord, and served Baal and Ashtaroth, and the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. 
and he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. This is a pretty sad picture we're looking at there. Just one generation down, and failure to teach God's truth has gone by the wayside, and the worldly generation of that day and time, the adulterers, the fornicators, the idolatrous, the murderers, the thieves, the covetous, the liars, any and every sin known to mankind has now become so prevailing in their attitudes. With God's children, mind you, just because there was failure to teach, and also failure to set godly examples that God set forth for His children. When they were obedient to Him, they thrived. The battle truly did belong to the Lord. But the mingling of His children, the failure to drive out the ungodly inhabitants of the land, as God had commanded them, resulted in them being consumed by the devilish waves of the occupants of Canaan. A quick reading of chapter 1 of Judges will give you a detailed account of which tribe did that, which was right in the sight of God, and which tribe just blended in with the Canaanites. This behavior of serving other gods rather than Jehovah God was a pattern with Israel. Do we see any of this today? Are we greater than the children of God, those of old? I think we need to take a look backward and think for a moment about our lives today. Some have left the body of Christ for denominations. Many have left the Lord to be involved in ungodly practices and have given themselves over to Satan and his devices. It is heartbreaking when these things happen, but I believe that all of us know of someone who has fallen by the wayside. For those, we offer up sincere prayers for repentance and take advantage of opportunities to try to regain that soul in the spirit of love and concern. No matter what the excuse, <clears throat> excuse me, and no, there is never a reason to leave our loving Father for anyone or anything. That would be self-centered and selfish on our part. And He has told His children that He would never leave them or forsake them, Hebrews 13.5. But the crux of the issue is that when people move away from God, when they decide that they have a better way than what He has commanded for them, that cycle of sin begins, and it most often is a very difficult one to break. It becomes a pattern, a way of behavior. The solution lies in the fact that victory is not about me overcoming sin, or the devil, or the world. A victory that lasts has to be found in allowing Jesus and the Word of God to overcome me by my study and my prayer. Only when I give myself totally to the Lord will I have the assurance and help I need to be an overcomer and experience the victory that is in Christ Jesus. Once we accomplish that, we must stand and stay on that straight and narrow pathway that leads to heaven. The inspired Apostle Paul states it best in 1 Corinthians 15:58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God knows and understands our trials and struggles. He is always there for us when we remain faithful. He, was, he is always there for us <clears throat> to send our prayers up to Him. 
And like Christ, we must remember, <clears throat> pardon me, like Christ, we must remember, it is written when we are tempted, Matthew 4, and also, not my will, but thine be done, as Jesus prayed to his Father in heaven, John chapter 17. And we will have to restrain ourselves from that which is sinful by educating ourselves in his word and following after his commandments, setting those godly examples for the generations that follow. Therein lies the cure for breaking the cycle of sin, and therein will each generation have the opportunity to make wise choices. I thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.